You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we preview the test series between India and Australia. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast, and let's get started. Let's have a look at the test series fixture between India and Australia for this four test match series in India. First test match will be played at the Vidyanath Cricket Association Stadium, which will be on the 9th of February. The second test will be played at the Arun Jetli Stadium on the 17th of February. The third test will be played at the Himash Pradesh Cricket Association Stadium on the 1st of March. And the fourth and final test of the series will be played at the Narinja Modi Stadium on the 9th of March. Let's have a look at the test stats between India and Australia. Head-to-head in test matches overall, India have won 30, Australia have won 43 test matches. Both teams record in India in test matches. India have won 21 to Australia's 13. Leading run scorer is Sachin Tendulkar with 3,630 runs. Leading wicket-taker is Anil Kumble with 111 wickets. Most dismissals, Adam Gilchrist with 75. Most catches, Rahul Dravid with 46. Most matches, Sachin Tendulkar with 39. And the first test match played between India and Australia was back in 1947. Let's have a look at both India's and Australia's test squads and talk about some of the challenges facing both teams in this test series. Let's have a look at India's test squad and talk about some of the challenges facing India in this test series against Australia. Now, the squad that India have selected is for the first and second test matches of this series, and the squad is as follows. Rohit Sharma, captain. Rahul, vice-captain. Ashwin. Bharat, wicketkeeper. Kishan, wicketkeeper. Aya, Jadeja, Kohli, Kudib Yadav, Shami, Siraj, Axel, Patel, Bajara, Gil, Undercat, Umish Yadav, and Surukuma Yadav. That's the Indian squad for the first and second test matches of this test series against Australia. And uh, looking at the squad, it's a pretty good squad. It's a strong squad. Uh, there's some... Um, Players who are missing from this squad, Jasper Bumra and Rishabh Pant through injury and other circumstances. So um, obviously it would have been nice for India to have them in, in the squad, but unfortunately through injury and other circumstances they cannot be in the squad. But uh, the squad they've selected and the replacement players they've selected um, are pretty good. Now, for India, they've won the last three Border Gavaskar uh, trophies. Uh, 2017 in India, they won 2-1. 2018-19 in Australia, they won 2-1. 2020-21, that famous series where they won in Brisbane at the Gabba, uh, they won that series 2-1. So two of those series wins have come in Australia, and the 2017 one was in India. So uh, India have had a pretty good time of it of late between Australia um, in test matches. Uh, they're a good cricket team. They're going to be Tough to beat at home. They haven't lost a test series in India since 2012, India. And that was against England when they lost that series. I believe it was 2-1 or something like that from memory. Um, so since 2013 until now, they haven't lost a series at home. So it's going to be tough work for Australia to try and win this series. But for India, um, they're pretty strong at home. 
And uh, it's the same with everyone around the world. You, you play well at home, but it's very hard to win away from home. So a very dominant record that India have um, in, in home conditions. Um, as I mentioned, they're a good team. They're a strong team. They're going to be tough to beat in this series. But they do have some challenges with both bat and ball, and let's talk about them. First of all, the batting. Now, I think the biggest challenge facing India with the batting side of things is how to combat Australia's bowling attack. Now, they're going to be tested in these conditions. Um, even though they're used to these conditions, they play a lot at home, they know these conditions, they know how to play, they know how to bat and bowl in these conditions. But uh, up against quality bowling attack that Australia have, they're definitely going to be tested. Now, Australia are, are going through an injury crisis at the moment. Few players are missing, so... It's going to be a different attack for the first test for them. But um, for India, they know that, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's, it's going to be hard work. They're going to make us work hard for our runs and, and they're going to take wickets and, and we're going to be under pressure at times. So for India, I think for them winning this series, they've got to find a way to combat Australia's bowling attack. Now, with Australia's bowling attack, there's some experience there. You've got Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins and Lyon. Now, the main attack that Australia have had for many, many years have had a lot of experience playing together, and they also have a lot of experience playing in India. The other bowling members of the Australian bowling contingent, the likes of Ashton Agar, Mitchell Swepson, Todd Murphy, uh, Scott Bolan, and Lance Morris, they haven't played much test cricket in India. So I feel like for India, they've got to expose that inexperience. If they can put the Australian bowlers under pressure then I think they'll be in a good position to really assert their dominance in this series. Um, and also key batsmen uh, have to stand up for India to do that. I think Virat Kohli has a big role to play. He loves playing against Australia. Um, his record against Australia is pretty good. Rohit Sharma, the captain, has to lead from the front. Um, he hasn't quite been himself. He's, his form's a bit um, inconsistent. For him as captain, he's going to be under pressure. Uh Cheshwar Pajara, a pretty good record against Australia. He's got to stand up as well. So it's up to the senior batsman in the side uh, to stand up and really take uh, the lead for India. I think for India, putting the Australian bowlers under pressure, exposing the inexperience when it comes to the spin department and also the pace department of Australia will definitely help them. Um, as we say all the time in Test cricket, you've got to put big first innings runs on the board. Uh, for India, home conditions, they know what the conditions are like. They know batting second in the subcontinent, especially in India, the pitch will begin to turn, deteriorate. It's going to be tough to score as the game progresses. So you've got to put big first innings runs on the board. And for India, they've got to do that. So if they put pressure on the Australian bowlers, they score big runs in the first innings, then their bowling attack can put India, uh, put Australia's batting under pressure, I should say. Then India are in a good position to win uh, this series and also win the test matches. Um, so those are some of the challenges for India with the batting. They've got to put the Australian bowling attack under pressure, score big first innings runs, and they'll have success in this series. But the senior batsmen have to stand up as well. Um, and the rest of the batsmen who follow have to support them as well. They just can't do it by themselves. So it'll be interesting to see how India go about it, but they're going to be tested um, they're going to relish the challenge. I hope they do. 
because uh, that's what you want to do in Test Cricket. You want to relish these challenges. You want to face the best bowlers in the world. You want to test yourself against the best bowlers in the world. And no doubt they'll they'll be looking forward to that challenge in this series. Um, but um, it's going to be so critical for India um, if they can combat the Australian attack well. It can lead to success. So it'll be interesting to see how India go about that challenge throughout this series. They've got quality batsmen who can score runs. They've done pretty well in Test cricket. But um, the pressure's going to be on. But uh, hopefully for the Indian batsmen, they're up to the challenge and they can have some success in this series. Let's talk about the Indian bowling and some of the challenges that the Indian bowlers will face in this series. Now, I think the biggest challenge for India in this series is in order to put pressure on the Australian batting lineup. Now, India will know that Australia's batting lineup has quality players. Uh, Warner, Smith, Labashane, Kawaja, Travis Head can be dangerous. Um, and also they've got Cameron Green, Alex Carey. Uh, but, and also Matt Renshaw and Peter Hanscom. So for the Indian bowlers, they'll know that. But they'll also know that Steve Smith will hold the important uh, piece of the puzzle for Australia. Now, for Australia to win this series, Steve Smith, in terms of the batting side of things, will have to score a lot of runs for Australia to win this series. Um, he's the one who has a good record in India. He's the one who is the informed batsman. He's averaging 60. He's the reincarnation of Sir Donald Bradman um, and playing like that um, in his own way. And uh, for, for India, for them, their bowling attack will have to keep him quiet. Uh, so that's a challenge there. How to keep Steve Smith quiet? I think, well, first of all, build pressure on him. I think build pressure with dot balls and maidens, uh, frustrate him, uh, work to a plan, because Steve Smith is a very good problem solver. So he'll work out what the Indian bowlers are trying to do with him and trying to counteract that with solutions and uh, different ways of scoring runs. Um, if India, uh, you know, plug up his scoring options, setting the field accordingly... Um, and what the bowlers are trying to do. So that's going to be a challenge for India. You know, Steve Smith's going to outthink them. Uh, they've got to outthink Steve Smith, the Indian bowlers. So that's their biggest challenge in this series. They've got to keep him quiet because, as I said, if they get him out early, that will expose the other batsmen that Australia have in terms of their inexperience. And if the pitch is taking turn and uh, very difficult for run scoring, then India can apply the pressure on Australia. So Steve Smith's definitely the, the biggest wicket for India in this series. If they can get his wicket early, Australia will, will have problems in terms of scoring big first innings runs because for Australia to win the series, they, they've got to have big first innings runs and then their bowling can do the rest. They can take 20 wickets, no problems with that. But the batting side of things for Australia is where Australia's going to win or lose this series. So getting Steve Smith out early for India is a big plus. But uh, they've got to outthink him because he will surely outthink the Indian bowlers. But the Indian bowlers will have to try to outthink Steve Smith. So it's going to be cat and mouse there. But um, for the Indian bowlers, they've got to come up with plans and methods to try and get him out. But that's one challenge. The other challenge is the spin attack will be key for India. Now, you have a look at this Indian spin attack. Uh, Ravi Ashwin, 449 test wickets. Jadeja, 242. Axel Patel in his short career, 47, and Kuldeep Yadav, 34. So the spin attack's pretty good. Obviously, um, Ashwin and Jadeja are the two senior players. They've got over 200-plus test wickets 
Um, whereas uh, Kuri, Yadav and Patel, they've only got 40 and 30 wickets respectively. But the Indian spin attack will be the key. Obviously, it's going to be trial by spin for the Australian batsmen. And the Indian spinners bowl well in these conditions. They know how to bowl well. They know what lines and lengths to bowl. Um, they know uh, what sort of pace, what sort of trajectory you've got to bowl. Uh, different variations that work on these surfaces. So that's the advantage that they have over the Australian spinners, and especially Nathan Lyon. So um, it's going to be important for them that they're going to do most of the work and take wickets. Um Saying that, they all provide different set of skills and uh, different skill sets, which uh, makes them quite um, a very potent spin attack, especially in these conditions. And no doubt all of them, if selected for all of the test matches, will do very well. Um, in saying that, the pace attack will be key for India as well, not just the spin. So you're looking at Mohammed Siraj and Mohammed Shami, um, under Cat, if he gets an opportunity as well, he's just come back into Test cricket, hasn't he? So, the pace attack's going to be important as well for India to take twenty wickets and help the spinners out. So, for the Indian for the Indian bowlers, they will be presented with a lot of challenges, but they've got to try and you know outsmart Australia's batsmen in some way and and put them under pressure. If they can take early wickets, get rid of Steve Smith, who's going to be the big important wicket, then I think they're in a chance of really putting Australia under pressure with the bat. Um, in terms of the batting side of things, with the ball. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how India approach these challenges. But no doubt they've got quality bowlers. They're going to be up for the challenge, and it's going to be interesting to see how they go about things. And I think we're going to see some very good performances from the spin bowlers and um, the pace bowlers as well. So uh, really looking forward to seeing what India can do with the ball um, in this series. Let's have a look at Australia's test squad and talk about some of the challenges facing Australia in this test series against India. The squad that Australia have selected for this test series against India is Cummins captain, Smith vice-captain, Ashton Agar, Bolan, Carey wicketkeeper, Green, Hanscom, Hazelwood, Head, Kawaja, Labashane, Lyon, Morris, Murphy, Renshaw, Stark, Swepson and Warner. That's the Australian test squad for this test series, for this India series. And looking at the squad, you will have to say it's a pretty strong squad. Now, I know some people will dispute the squad and say some players shouldn't be in the squad, given their record in test cricket previously. But at the end of the day, the selectors have selected the squad. The squad is what it is. We can't change it as fans or whatever. So no point arguing because nothing will get changed or anything like that so uh, apart from that the squad that they've selected is a pretty good squad it's a strong squad I believe it's probably the strongest squad that we've assembled for a test tour to India for quite some time and Australia have a good opportunity of winning this series in 2023 but the question is and I think most people will ask this question themselves can Australia conquer the final frontier now, Steve Waugh said that in 2001, when he described India, he said it's the final frontier. To win in India is like conquering Mount Everest. You've finally broken, you've finally conquered the final frontier. You've achieved everything there is to achieve in the game. For, for Australian teams, winning in India is, is a big thing. Now, a lot of people may not know this, and... 
They may not know this. They may say, oh, you must be wrong. But um, Australia have won four test series in India. So Australia have gone to India. They've conquered the subcontinent and won. Um, now, for those who know and for those who don't know, on the, on the podcast, we've been doing the historical series, looking back at the game's history. And in particular, in the lead up to the test series with India and Australia, we're looking back at Australia's four test series wins in India. Now, we've already done part one and part two, covering 1956, which was the first tour that Australia embarked to India and won that series 2-1 in uh, three test matches, led by Captain Ian Johnson at the time. And then part two, which has just recently concluded, where we look back at Richie Benner when he captained Australia to a 2-1 series win in India, which included a tour of Pakistan in 1959. And those first two series that Australia played in India also had test matches in Pakistan as well. But Australia won four times in India. 1956, under Ian Johnson, which was the first tour ever to India for Australia. 1959, Richie Benno was captain. They won 2-1 in the best of five. 1969 was the third win, and that was under Bill Laurie. They won 3-1. 2004, many people remember that because obviously it's in this modern era, and Australia won that series 2-1 under Adam Gilchrist, who was captain because uh, Ricky Ponting was injured. So Australia have won in India before. It's not like Australia have not won in India before. They've won on four occasions. So Pat Cummins can definitely be the fifth captain to join that list. And on that list, you know, there's some very good captains. Obviously, Richie Benno being... um, one of the best test captains that Australia's ever had. Um, so he can definitely join that list, Pat Cummins. He can definitely lead his side to victory and win this series. Um, it will be a challenge. And doing the research and looking back on those four series wins in India for the historical series, a lot of those series had different challenges and different challenges that were confronted to the team. Especially in 1959, where the team suffered illness Many of the players suffered dysentery and hepatitis. Uh, Some players were flown home. So if you watch or listen to part two of the historical series about 1959 when Australia won that series, you would understand um, the challenges that faced that side in 1959 with the illness. And Australia, by the end of that series, only had 12 players available for selection because most of them went home because they were ill. Um, So... What I'm trying to say is that different series that Australia won in India, out of the four, all of them presented different challenges. And in 2023, this series will provide a lot of challenges to Australia as well. But for the Australian team, they've got to look back and and say, you know what, we can actually win here. You know, there have been four teams that have won here in India over the years. We can be in the history books and we can join those great teams that have won in India and be the 15 to win. Um, so the belief and self-belief for, for the Australian players in this squad and for Pat Cummins is going to be important. But Australia have a good chance of winning this series. They really do. Um, you know, you can learn so much from those previous tours and you can learn so much from how those great players conquered India. Um, but since 2004, Australia have had a pretty tough time of it in India. They've only won one test match um, since that 2004 victory. So it's been tough. It's been challenging. 
Um, it hasn't gone right. Uh, many things have gone against Australia in the series from 2008 to 2017. It's been pretty poor. But um, they'll be hoping for better results in, in 2023 because um, hearing the Australian players, hearing them talk about um, how we're going to approach this series, a lot of them are positive, a lot of them are upbeat, and which is good. Uh, because you don't want to go to India with a defeatist mentality and already saying we've already lost the series before the series has even started. So for Australia, it's good to hear the players being positive. They believe that they can win. And let's hope Australia can perform well in this series. Let's talk about some of the challenges, as I mentioned. There are going to be plenty of challenges that are going to present to this Australian team. Let's talk about the batting, the batting challenges. Now, the biggest challenge for Australia is the trial by spin for Australia. How to conquer India's spin attack. It's a pretty good spin attack. You've got Jadeja, you've got Ashwin, you've got Axel Patel, you've got Kuri Yadav. All quality spinners who offer different skill sets and who can be lethal in home conditions and have pretty good records at home, as you expect when playing at home. Um, but it's going to be trial by spin for the Australian batsmen and how they're going to conquer that. That's going to be the key. Um, there's one batsman who holds the key for Australia. And I think most people will agree when I say uh, his name, and that's Steve Smith. He just holds the key. You know, it doesn't take a genius to work that out. He's the most experienced batter for Australia in Test cricket. He's averaging 60-plus. He's one of the world's best batsmen going around. He's the reincarnation of Sir Donald Bradman in this modern era. Um, the guy is a freak. He can score runs. Once he gets in the zone, he's hard to stop. And he's going to be the difference in this series with Australia winning or losing this series. Um... His record in India is pretty good. You know, he's averaging 60, same as his test average. He's got three centuries in India, one half century. He's got 660 runs, high score of 178 not out. That's a pretty good record in six test matches. He's in good form. He's in good touch. He's going to be the key for Australia to win this series, I feel. Um, and then you have a look at the rest of the batting lineup for Australia. They'll, they'll definitely be tested. Um, Usman Khawaja. Manus Labashang, Travis Head, Cameron Green, Alex Carey. They haven't played a test match in India. So they're going into this series a bit blind. They don't know um, how they will go in these conditions. So, uh, you know, for them in this series, they'll be tested. They'll be challenged. They've got to find ways. They've got to adapt. They've got to support Smith and they've got to support each other. Because for Australia to win this series, it's, no, it's, no, it's a no-brainer. They've got to score runs. They've got to score big first innings runs. You've got to score 450, 550 in India to put yourself in a good position. If you score 200 or anything 250 or below, you're not going to win too many test matches in India. So the batsmen, the batting group, they have to score big runs in this series. Um, and having a look at the rest of the batting lineup, Peter Hanscom's played in India before. That's why he's been selected on this tour because he's a good player of spin. In the last series, which was his first tour in 2017, he played all four test matches, 198 runs, high score of 72 not out, average of 28, one half century. Matt Renshaw, his first tour was the last tour in 2017, played four games, 232 runs, high score of 68, average of 29 with two half centuries. 
And then you've got David Warner, who's toured India on lots, a uh, lot of occasions. He's played eight matches, 388 runs, high score 71. He's averaging 24 with three half centuries. So definitely Steve Smith holds the key for Australia. If Steve Smith has a good series, he can score tons of runs, break all sorts of records, then he will put Australia into a good position in, in this series. Um, Australia's bowling will be important as well, taking wickets, taking 20 wickets to win a test match. But you need the batting side of things to click and score runs. So they've got to find a way to conquer India's spin attack. It's going to be trial by spin. Um, they're going to be tested. Uh, but I think for, for Australia, trust your plans and processes against the spinners. Use your feet. Put them off their line and length. Rotate the strike, especially if you have a right and left hander at the crease. And let's just say India are bowling two spinners in tandem. And if you have a right-hander or a left-hander at the crease, that can definitely upset uh, the opposition because they're you know, constantly changing their plans and their fields. So just doing the basics will be the key for Australia with the bat um, in this uh, series. So it's definitely going to be a challenge. Um, but if the Australian batsmen can support Smith and other batsmen like Kawaja and Labashain who are going to be crucial as well. Also David Warner, his experience. Travis Heads, the only one who's got question marks. A lot of people questioning, can he actually do it in the subcontinent? He struggled in Pakistan, he struggled in Sri Lanka. He may he may have a good series in India. Uh, but for Australia, big first innings runs. I can't stress that enough. They've got to score big first innings runs. They've got to hope Steve Smith has a big series and they've got to support each other. And they've got to combat and find ways to nullify the Indian spin attack. Um, in saying that, don't be wary of the spin attack, but you've also got to be wary about the pace attack because in India, on a brace of surfaces, reverse swing will become a factor as well. So you really have to conquer that as well because they've got some very good pace bowlers who can swing the ball both ways. They can take it in, they can swing it away. Um, so you've got to be wary of that as well. So definitely big challenges for Australia. But for me, Steve Smith holds the key. He's the important person in the batting lineup that Australia have to support. They have to hope that he has a big series. And no doubt he'll probably have a big series because he's in such good form and he'll probably have a big series. You know, he could be the leading run scorer, you know. You know, once he gets that look in his eye, once he gets into the zone, then you know, oh, it's going to be... You know, it's going to be carnage with Smith at the crease. Um, so for the Australian, for the Australian batters, um, you can score runs. It's not, it's not impossible to score runs in India. You can score runs, but you've got to find ways of scoring those runs. Do the basics well with the bat, then I think Australia will do okay. But they've got to score big first innings runs. They've got to put India under pressure in the first innings. Because I feel like if Australia are going to win this series, they've got to score big runs. And then the bowling will sort itself out. So it'll be interesting to see how Australia approach uh, the spin attack of India. How do they combat that? And how do they combat the paces? Um, and it'll be interesting to see how all of the batsmen will go in this test series. But it's definitely going to be a big challenge. But let's hope the Australian batsmen are up to the challenge. Let's talk about the bowling challenges and what sort of challenges Australia will face with the ball. Um, as we know, it's a pretty good bowling attack that Australia have. But there's one big challenge facing the Australian team at the moment, and that's 
the injuries to the bowling attack. There's some injuries, and uh, that's going to upset the combination of the attack going forward, especially for the first test. But hopefully things will will be back to normal for the second, third, and fourth test of this series. So Australia will be scratching their heads, thinking about combinations for the first test, and probably for the remainder of the series as well. But the injuries don't help. Now, obviously, injuries are part and parcel of the game. Um, and in all sports, injuries happen. Uh, we just have to uh, deal with that and, and try and find ways to um, work around that. Now, we know Mitchell Stark won't play the first test. He's got a finger injury. He'll join the squad for the second test, uh, which will be in Delhi. Uh, so he'll join the squad for the second test and hope to play that second test as he recovers from that broken finger that he sustained in Melbourne against South Africa in the Boxing Day test. Cameron Green's another one. He's recovering well from the finger injury. Um, obviously, he broke his finger when batting against Andrik Nokia in Melbourne uh, during the Boxing Day test. Um, he's pushing his case for selection for the first test as a bat, as a batter only. Um, he can't bowl yet, but um, Cricket Australia are pretty uh, pretty happy with his recovery at the moment, um, surprising everyone. He's recovering well. So that's good signs for Australia for the remainder of the series because Cameron Green is such an important player in this Australian side. And uh, for him, he adds so much to this Australian team. He's a good fielder in the gully. He's a good bowler, and he's very handy with the bat. So he's a one-in-three player, and that's your all-rounder. Um, so with him out of the side, it does upset the Australian balance. Do they play the extra batsman? Do they play the extra bowler? Do they go in with uh, three spinners or two quicks or three quicks or whatever? So it does upset the balance a little bit. Um, but with him returning to the side, hopefully, if it's not the first test, hopefully the second test, and hopefully he can bowl... It would definitely help Australia's cause with the ball throughout this series. Um, Josh Hazelwood's the latest injury concern for Australia. He's got a bit of a left Achilles injury that he sustained during the third test against South Africa in Sydney. Um, the main cause of that was the damp run-ups uh, during that Sydney test, obviously with the rain falling, uh, the ground being a bit soggy and a bit, uh, a bit uh, muddy underfoot. Uh, didn't really help, being a bit heavy. Um, as you're running into Bob. So that's not good for Josh Hazelwood. Let's hope he can return um, and play a part in the series. Uh, with that being said, you know, Scott Bowling looking likely to take his place for the first test. And it will be a great opportunity for Scott, his first test match outside of Australia. He's played all his test matches in Australia, but he's been a part of the squad to Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and now he's a part of the India squad. So he gets his opportunity, Scott. Um, unfortunately, for Hazelwood, he's going to be missing out with injury. But with Scott Boland, he gets the opportunity there. So that's one big challenge for Australia. How do they manage the bowling attack? How do they go about their options? Uh, there's a lot of options. But at the end of the day, this is what I will say with Australia for this series. Pick your best bowlers. Don't get carried away with, um, you know, picking, you know, we've got to have X amount of spinners or quicks or whatever. See the conditions, base it off the conditions, what the pitch is going to do, but pick your best bowlers to take 20 wickets. And if Australia can do that, then they'll have no problems of picking up 20 wickets in this series. Um, so that's one challenge. The other challenge is spin to win. And what I mean by that is Nathan Lyon's going to play a big part. He's going to be the key. Just like the batting with Steve Smith, he's the key for the batting side of things. 
Nathan Lyons the key with the spin department and the bowling side of things for Australia in this series. Experienced spinner, Nathan Lyon, you know, phenomenal career, 450 test wickets, which is quite phenomenal, really, um, especially an off-spinner in Australia. You know, it's very hard to bowl off-spin in Australia. But um, his record in India is pretty good. He's played seven test matches, 34 wickets. He took that eight for 50-odd um, in Bangalore in the second test of the last series in 2017. He's got three five-wicket hauls. And um, only Richie Benno has more wickets than Nathan Lyon for Australia and India in the subcontinent, especially in India. Um, obviously, Nathan Lyon's second on the list. Richie Benno's on top with 52, and that's no surprise with Richie Benno. Just to touch on the historical series that we're doing, um, looking back at Australia's Test Series wins in India, um, Richie Benno had a pretty good series in 56. He took 23 wickets. He topped the leading uh, wicket-takers list for that series. And he also did the same thing in 1959. Three years later, he got 29 wickets, tied with uh, the very talented fast bowler and Alan Davidson. Um, so it's no surprise that Richie Benno topped that list. Um because of those two series in 56 and 59. And then Nathan Lyon to be second behind him is a great achievement in itself. But uh, Richie Beto in that series in 56 and 59, he was the main spinner for Australia. Australia didn't really have other spinners who could support Beno. Um, 1956 was a breakout series for Beno in India. Um, and from then on in, he became a very good test leg spinning bowler. Um, and became a very good handy all-rounder as well and a very handy captain for Australia. Um, but going back to what I was saying, he was the main spinner. So he bowled a lot of overs. If you have a look at the historical series episodes, part one and part two, which we did on 56 and 59, uh, you would see how many overs Richie Benno bowled in both of those series. He bowled 50-odd overs, 40-odd overs, um, because he was the main spinner and he did his job. So with Nathan Lyon... He's going to do the same thing in this series. Um, and he needs support. The support that he has is limited in experience when it comes to playing in the subcontinent. You have Todd Murphy, who's uncapped. There's talk about him and Nathan Lyon playing in the same 11, going against convention and playing two right-arm off-spinners, which is not uh, a thing that you see in many bonnet attacks these days. Uh, you like some variety, but there's some talk about that. But he's inexperienced. He's uncapped. He hasn't played a test yet. Uh, Ashton Agar, he's played two test matches in Bangladesh, but none in India. Uh, Mitchell Swepson struggled in Pakistan, but then in Sri Lanka, he started to take wickets and gain a little bit of confidence. So the spin department is limited in experience, but they all need to stand up. If, if they are selected, Agar... Swepson, they've got to bowl better than they have already. Uh, for Mitchell Swepson, I think for him it's confidence. I think if he can land the ball on the spot, get it to turn, um, you know, just like Shane Warne did or Richie Beno did, um, then, you know, if he takes a few wickets, takes a bag of wickets, it will boost his confidence. You know, I think at the moment he's just low on confidence, uh, but he's got to play a big part in this series. He really needs to stand up. Ashton Agar needs to stand up. What I saw in Sydney in the third test didn't really in, uh, bring me with any optimism or any um, assurances that Ashton Agar can get the job done in India. Now, just like Mitchell Swepson, if he takes a bag of wickets, his confidence will grow. So he will need to start bowling like a test bowler because 
the way he bowled in that test in Sydney against South Africa, he was bowling like a T20 bowler. He was bowling different deliveries. He was inconsistent with his lines and lengths. He was bowling half trackers and full tosses that were getting dispatched. He's got to be a bit better than that in India. You know, you've got to tighten things up a bit. You've got to be predictable. You've got to bowl your stock delivery and then change it up with your variations and work to a plan. So the spin department, the rest of the spinners, they have to stand up. But definitely Nathan Lyon will hold the key for Australia when it comes to spin. As I mentioned earlier, the spin will be the important factor um, in India. But reverse swing in pace is important as well. And Australia have very good exponents who can do that. Stark, Cummins and Hazelwood. Lance Morris is in the squad. He bowls extreme pace. And I think he could be a handful if given the go-ahead, um, especially if he can reverse the ball at pace. Uh, that would be a handy asset for Australia. Um, I think Australia should take 20 wickets. I think the important things for Australia, they've got to take early wickets. They've got to put India under pressure with the ball. Um, they've got to bowl them out for cheap scores if they can. Um, if they're in a dominant position, they've got to capitalise on those positions, um, Australia. So the Australian bowling lineup, it's a pretty good attack. They've got some challenges, but I think the attack can take plenty of wickets in this series. So it'll be interesting to see how Australia go with the ball in this uh, series in India. But I'm tipping some great things. And we could see a lot of good performances with the ball from Australia in this series. Let's hope so. Let's predict who's going to win this test series and the leading run scorer and leading wicket taker for the series. Now, who do I think is going to win this series? Well, it's obvious. I'm going to say Australia, of course, because I support Australia and the podcast is an Australian podcast after all. But I really do think that this series could go either way. I, I see this series being an arm wrestle. Um, I think both teams will be competitive and I think both teams will not give an inch. I think at the end of the day, it will come down to who can win the key moments. Whoever can win the key moments will win this series. Now, we know in the subcontinent, we know in India, if you have a bad session, you have a bad hour, you're going to lose the test match. So whoever can seize the initiative, who can you know, grasp the key moments and win them and really dominate um, in the test matches will go a long way winning this series. So I really do, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to that. On the other hand, I think it, it could be a drawn series. It could be. You never know. I think both teams, it, it could be an arm wrestle. Both teams pushing back and forth, and then they're probably going to be two all at the end of the series. You can't decide who's going to win. So it could go either way. I hope Australia win, being an Australian supporter. Um, but it could go either way. It could be a drawn series. Leading run scorer. Now, there's only one uh, person that I'm going to go with, leading run scorer. You have so many good batters on both sides. Uh, for India, you've got Rohit Sharma. You've got Virat Kohli. For, for Australia, you've got Steve Smith, uh, Usman Khawaja, and Marnus Labuschagne. But I think if Australia are going to win the series, and as we've talked about earlier, when we were talking about uh, the challenges for Australia with the bat in this series, it's going to be Steve Smith. I think he's going to be the leading run scorer. I can just sense that he's probably going to have a big series. You know, he's got that look in his eye that he's in good touch, he's in good form. If Australia are going to go long and win this series, it's going to come down to him. Because Australia gotta got to get first innings runs. And he's a big key for Australia doing that. Um, so he could be the leading run scorer of the series. Leading wicket taker. Well, there's so many great bowlers on both sides. We've got 
Ashwin and Jadeja on India's side. We've got Lyon, we've got Stark, we've got Cummins, we've got Hazelwood. We've got so many great bowlers on both sides. Very hard to choose who's going to be a lean, uh, lean wicket-taker. Um, I, I'm going to say it's either going to be Ravi Ashwin, because he has a pretty good record in India, or it's going to be Nathan Lyon, because I feel like for both India and Australia, Ashwin for India, Lyon for Australia, both of them are the, are going to be the key bowlers and key spinners for uh, for their teams. So I think both of them will have good series, and they could be uh, one and two on the leading runs, uh, leading wicket takers list for the series. So I'm going to go with Ashwin and Lyon. I think one of those two will be the leading wicket taker for the series. Those are my predictions for this test series. If you're listening to this episode of the podcast on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Who do you think will win the series and your predictions for leading run scorer and leading wicket taker for this test series? It would be great to hear your predictions and thoughts. The Border Gavaskar Trophy has become one of cricket's most watched contests. And the Australia and India rivalry has produced some good battles over the years. This series in 2023 in India will provide some enthralling cricket over these four test matches. India are always tough to beat at home, and will provide a tough challenge for Pat Cummins and his Australian team. For Australia, they have selected their best squad possible to finally break the drought and conquer the final frontier, and potentially win their first test series in India since 2004. But they can draw on some inspiration from past Australian teams who have won in India back in 1956, 1959, 1969 and 2004. This series will be decided on fine margins and whoever can capitalise on those fine margins will go on to win this series. But let's hope for a good test series and may the best team win. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.